Hello, hello. <laughs> hello. Father, we want to thank you for this day, Lord God. We ask that you would extend your grace to everybody here and everybody specifically not here, Lord. Uh, to those that are to be here but have yet to find us, and to those that are at home because of circumstances or other places because of circumstances that you've uh, brought about. God, we ask your perfect will be done this day. In Jesus' name. Yes. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Because I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Your name is power Your name is healing Your name is life Break
Break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. He's been the fourth man in the fire time after time. Born of his spirit, washed in his blood, and what he did for me on Calvary's more than enough. Trust in God, my Savior, the one who will never fail. He will never fail. I trust in God, my Savior. Savior, the one 
It's not a building you want to fill. 
It's my heart, this empty space It's what you wanted all along It's not a building you want to fill It's my heart, this empty space It's what you wanted all along It's not a building you want to fill It's my heart this empty space is what you wanted all along. Come again, let your glory in. I'm open, I'm open. Come again, let your Come and fill us. Let your glory fill this place and just fill our communities, fill our homes, fill this earth. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. Praise the Lord. So I, we had a really good time Wednesday night. It was very enjoyable. Good prayer time. And uh, I felt liberated afterwards and during, especially as we got to the, toward the end and uh, I was reminded that we needed to be praying for our elected officials, our government officials. And uh, I began to just have a freedom in that as we prayed for them. And I think we sometimes get caught up in what's going on instead of caught up in God, being open to Him, to what He wants to pour into us instead of us being afraid, fearful as to what's going on. But uh, a couple of scriptures came to mind and one is Jeremiah 29, 
And uh, God speaking to Jeremiah, saying, what they're prophesying, what everyone else is prophesying is wrong. It's all wrong. Go and tell my people that it's not right that you'll be in in captivity for 70 years. But while you're there, pray for that bunch's prosperity and peace. Pray for their peace so that you might be in peace also. That's a tremendous scripture. Pray for the peace of God on your enemy, on those who have taken you into captivity. Pray peace. And go about your business as as usual or normal and give your sons and your daughters in marriage grow crops so that you eat pray for your enemy pray for the peace of God to be in them also so problem is there is only one God. That's the problem. Everybody else wants there to be more than one. Palestinians want more than one. Jordan wants more than one. Arabs want more than one. Everybody wants more than one God. Or they want to be God. And I'm I was uh, enlightened to see that our elected officials, the ones we need to be praying for, are being forced to make a decision. Is there one God or is there more? And I don't know if y'all have seen it, but there was 30,000 people at the uh, Palestinian people, 30,000 Palestinian in front of the White House they painted posts and people were trying to climb the fence. And yes. There was no mention of it on regular TV. That's not insurrection. That is true. So, we're, we're going to have to be Somebody's going to have to be. Our elected officials are going to have to be forced to make a decision. 
And I just find that comical almost. It makes me smile. Because they've got to get it right. They, they know what's right. And the Palestinians, that those that are here, not here. They want, if you, if you make a decision, if you come and say that Israel has a right to be a nation, they want to kill you. So our, our elected officials are under that kind of pressure now. Didn't he bow out of that? He bowed out of the primary. Yeah. Uh, he bowed out of all the primaries. I mean, that's just because his business condition wasn't in there. But it's, so this is, a, this is a strange situation. We're trying to house out to what's going on in order to secure the vote, but at the same time support Israel. And there could be Yeah. So it behooves us to not pray. We should be lifting them up because they're going to have to make decisions. And they can't make a decision that does not include God. They just, they can't, it can't be done. So they're, they can't ride the fence anymore. They're going to have to And one of the ways they say it is that Israel has a right to be a nation. So you cannot say that in being an elected official. They have... Uh, they tried to stay out of that, but they can't do it. Anyway, if they can't, then they're in serious need of
of prayer. <laughs> it's going to be a danged if you do, danged if you don't. And so there's, there is no benefit. And that would be my prayer, that there's no benefit to say that Israel uh, does not belong, is not, a, is not a nation. And that they're a people of God. There's no benefit to say they're not because it's going to come on them either way. So they have to, they can't ride the fence. They have to make the decision to either say it or not say it. And I, I watched some stuff uh, yesterday and this morning some of the things that Obama is uh, saying. And uh, he's wanting to ride the fence still. But it's going to come down to, to where it's not. And it's because God says to us, I am the Lord God. I am God. I am the one true living God. There's none beside me. There's none before me. That's, that's where we're coming to. Jack's absolutely right. And there's, we have, I think all of us have situations in our lives that seem to be out of control. But the reality is God is always in control. And we have to rest on that. And we have to acknowledge it verbally because what it does is it'll give us an assurance in our spirit. When you speak something out with the creative word of your tongue, so if you're sitting there and all you're doing is mumbling under your breath about how horrible things are and how bad the government is and everything else, that's feeding your spirit. Okay. If you acknowledge that there's issues, but then you're saying, Lord, please bless. Bring your grace and your mercy. Bring your grace. That means that God is going to extend to this government, because he positions all governments, exactly what needs to be extended in order for them to be pressured to make the decision. And this is the hard part. And when those decisions come down and they don't seem to line up with the word of God and they don't seem to line up with what we think God should be doing, we have to remember we don't know. The most learned men of Jesus' time thought the Messiah was coming back to lead a revolt, pick up military arms, and destroy the Romans. And nothing could be further from the truth. 
So for us to have some picture as to how Christ is going to come back and do what he's going to do the second time is foolishness. We have an understanding that he's coming. We know the seasons and we know the times. But we don't know the day. We don't know the specifics. And he's coming. And this is a reality that we need to grab hold of, embrace, and not let the enemy push us to a place of panic. As in the days of Noah. Exactly. People were giving. Yep. They were living. They were doing what they were doing. And even more so, there's so much more to that from Genesis 6 and from Enoch and the book of the giants and a number of other canons that were taken out of the scripture for political and other reasons. That when you read them in context, it's an amazing thing. Um, there's going to be things released upon this earth that are going to make us go, what, what, what? And we're going to be stuttering. We're going to be calling each other and saying, did you just see that? Yes, it's not the Lord. Trust me, this is not the Lord. You know, um, there, there's going to be things that are going to rattle us a whole lot more than this. Also keep in mind that every time that Israel, and I've heard a teaching on this, but I can't remember who it was that gave it. Um, I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. Um, every time Israel has been in a conflict since 1948, 1948, it was sudden, it was true, there was no loss of life. I mean, it was miraculous. But every event since then, it hasn't been as clean. Okay? And there is a prophetic word that there is a war coming prior to the end time war where Israel will be driven back into the hills. Um, that there is a war coming that is not going to be as clean, but when it's done, they will actually own their inherited promised land, which is not what they own right now. Right. Half of Syria is Israel's. Half of Jordan is Israel's. And God said he was going to restore them to the land. That's a completion. That's not a partial. So there are things that could still happen here where things could get real ugly, real nasty, and even as Christians, we'd be tempted to say, hold on, what are they doing? That we need to just rest in God through this. And this is for somebody specifically who's listening to this. I don't know who you are, but someone who's listening to this, you're up in arms right now, and I would say to you, don't be up in arms. God is God. He is all and everything. And he will bring peace to your life in this. There's a time to pick up a sword, but this is not it. Therefore, I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. For kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all goodness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men, all men, to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, 
the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, for which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I am speaking the truth of Christ and not lying, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. First Timothy 2, I think. Yes. It's what we, pray, we began praying there Wednesday night and caused there to be that liberty and to believe that that we're going to see the goodness of God in all that is done. And that we don't have to be in fear. And, uh, and we'll know we are in fear that we're not in God. If we're, we're not. Up, if we're in fear and we're in fear, then we're not. That just shows us that we're not in alignment with God and His Praise the Lord. Well, and I think it's whom shall I fear, right? Like, there's nothing, right? If we truly believe God is above, right? He's one, he's the Lord our God then whom shall we fear? There's none of this that we need to fear. You know, all 30,000 of those Palestinians that are trying to storm could come to Jesus in that moment too. <laughs> you know, like God can do whatever he wants to, however he wants to do it. And I think that us remembering we're not God, like you said, and remembering that we're only seeing like a minute little fraction of the kingdom of God, right? Um, and trusting that he knows exactly what he's doing and his timing is perfect and that he is perfect and that he's got us covered and we're in the shadow of his wings. Um, he's had, um, I'm in the end of Psalms and I was just learning about Psalm 148 Um and how it's just structured so beautifully about praise the Lord, all the heavens, and it talks about all the heavenly hosts and how he's in control of that, and praise him, all you earth, and all of the chaos creatures in the sea, and how they're all praise the Lord, right? Praise the Lord, all you Jerusalem, raise up your horn of victory. Um, God's got it covered. He made it all. And he knows what he's doing. And that's what we've got to remember. And to pray. 
Right. And he's, he subdued the chaos waters, right? <laughs> right. So if we remember whose we are and who we are and that we're here to love everybody and we need to pray for the Palestinians that they would come to know Jesus. No, for sure. But it's just we got to remember. And that's why God says, Shema, listen, right? Listen and hear, O Israel, that the Lord is one. And love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and spirit. And then Jesus says, and love your neighbor as yourself. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for your strength. Thank you, Lord, that you give us direction and supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. We love you, and we thank you, Father for your presence and for your goodness. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. One of the things that I saw on the 30,000